0: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 586. Hello and welcome to the show. It's an honour to have your company once again. Thank you for joining me. My name is Stephen Fennec and I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, Apple's Vision Pro goes on sale in the US, so when can we expect to see it in Australia? A Chinese startup has created a nuclear battery that will run for 50 years, and Elon Musk's Neuralink has implanted its first brain chip in a human patient. In the Tech Guide reviews, we'll give you our verdict on the Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra, Belkin has released its most versatile device ever and the Unidend dash cam that's hitting Aldi stores for less than $100. And we'll answer all of your tech questions in the Tech Guide Help Desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, Apple's Vision Pro went on sale in the U.S. over the weekend. They had a two-week period of pre-orders where, according to Mac rumors, uh, they said that there were more than 200,000 units that were ordered during the the pre-purchase period. And those were delivered on launch day. So that allocation was apparently exhausted within hours of the pre-sale going on. Apple says, or sources reveal that Apple's only planning on making about half a million of the units because uh, they think it's only going to be a bit of a gradual sale because of their high price, which I'll tell you a bit later, and also due to the fact that they are apparently very, very difficult to manufacture. So it does take some time, can't be rushed, and that's why they're taking a bit of a, a bit of a, uh, a more sober approach rather than. Pumping tens of millions into the market because it is expensive. Let's talk about that straight away. It's three and a half thousand US dollars, which, if you do the math, if you do the conversion, is five thousand three hundred and eighty dollars. And that's the starting price. And that three thousand five hundred US, by the way, is before sales tax. Sales tax is about 8 to 10% depending on what state you're in in the US and so that'll take that price up to let's call it $3,800 which will bring that closer to about 5,700 Aussie dollars and that's the starting price so expect to pay uh, if if this if this is over $6,000 in Australia I think it's going to be a tough sell if it starts at five triple nine, then I think that we're in hopefully lower less than that then uh, I'm thinking that maybe there'll be a bit of interest around it. It isn't the cheapest product in the world. It's way cheaper. You can buy three iPhones for that price. So Apple have ventured into this whole new area of spatial computing and uh, it it doesn't come cheap, as you can see, by those prices. But if you're really keen on getting one early, Kogan, uh, the online retailer, Actually has uh, has got a, a, some limited stock. They've secured some limited stock and are offering it to Australian customers. And the pricing starts at six thousand three hundred and ninety nine dollars for the two fifty six gig, all the way to six triple nine for the one terabyte. And the middle price is six thousand six hundred ninety nine bucks for the five twelve. That's all on Tech Guide. If you want to check it out, there's a link to that uh, that page as well. If you've got some cash and you want to spend it, that's uh, that's a place you can go. But the device has been uh, very well received. There's a, as usual with with Apple products. There's a lot of fanfare when when they're announced, and Apple, of course, in typical launch mode. We've uh, been in the middle of plenty of those over the years. And US stores were packed with customers. There were lines of people out the front. I don't think lines of people out the front to buy it, but at least to try it because they did have some demo areas inside and customers were able to come in and have, a, I think, like a 15-minute demo. So there were lines out the door for people just to try the thing. Now, I have tried this. I had a half-hour session with it back at the Worldwide Developers Conference back in June last year. And I've I've linked my review or my hands-on first look I should say at the Apple Vision Pro, uh, and I have to say, it is absolutely amazing. If if they off if I if they said to me okay would you like to buy this right now, at the time when I was trying it I would have handed over my credit card. I would have said absolutely I'll take one right now, and. We're thinking when when is this going to come out in Australia? Like I'm actually going to be in the US in a few weeks to watch South's play in Las Vegas, and I'm very, very tempted to try and buy one of these and bring it home. Not not sure whether I'll do that yet. It's six and a half thousand dollars it's going to cost, but I'm just wondering whether the Australian release is around the corner, so I'll probably receive one to review. Uh, at that time. So what I'll do is probably wait for that. But that launch date, no one really knows when that will be. I, I suspect it'll be in a few months' time. Uh, it'll be this year sometime. I'm, I'm tipping it'll be around middle of the year. It'll be before the new iPhone comes out. So iPhone is normally late September. So we're up to the iPhone 16. So I reckon they'll probably relaunch this around June or July maybe august i'm not sure but i'm hoping by the middle of the year so that that's just my thought whether they'll wait longer than that we'll soon see but the it has been received very positively there was a uh, the, a lot of uh, early uh, early users posting their posting their uh their thrill of uh, owning the new device also the us the tech reviewers and influencers also were they published all their reviews and unboxings, and they were also full of praise for the mixed reality headset? So it's a bit of AR, a bit of VR. It is uh, the spatial computer, as they call it. So basically, you can you see apps in front of you, of course. And this, the Vision OS is based on the iPad OS. So most of the iPad apps will run on Vision on the Vision Pro. And there are, of course, number a number of apps being developed for the exclusively for Vision Pro. There was it was a smart move by Apple to unveil this new product during the Worldwide Developers Conference back in June last year. That's where I got to try it for the first time. Very smart to do that because the developers they're thinking, "Wow, well we need to develop for this thing." And there are apparently more than six hundred apps available for the Vision Pro, including one from Australia, the Jigspace app. They've been uh, had a lot of success on the iPad. That's an Aussie company that uh, allows you to render objects and view objects in 3D. I did see a couple of demos on the the Influencer videos and tech US Tech Journal videos and a couple of them actually included Jigspace. There was one object that was uh, able to be looked at in 3D. It was like a Formula One car that they were able to enlarge and rotate and take apart. It was uh, it was remarkable, but I think the reaction from the public in the US has been quite extraordinary as well. There have been sightings of people on subways, in gymnasiums, uh, in the street, in shopping centres wearing the Vision Pro. And that is something we've – there have been VR headsets around for a long time. We've seen the PlayStation VR. We've seen MetaQuest. We've seen HTC. Many, many companies have had VR headsets. Not once have I seen someone wearing one in public. But here in in the only in the first couple of days since going on sale, social media is littered with these images of people using them out and about. I even saw a video – of someone, I think two Tesla drivers were wearing the Vision Pro and using it in, while their car was on autopilot. So I don't know how safe is, how safe that is. But one thing about the Vision Pro is you're able to very clearly look through the Vision Pro to see your surroundings. That's why people are still able to walk around and do things because you can actually see around you quite well. That's one thing when I noticed when I when I tried it was being able to see. The table in front of me, there was no distortion, so I could easily pick up a, a, an object and uh, walk around the room, and I, I was still aware of my surroundings. There are some VR headsets that do have that pass-through, but it's not as clear and not as easy to access as, as the Apple Vision Pro. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm sure you've probably seen a few of these on, on social media as well people out to dinner wearing them there was i think i saw a photo of a guy in the shower wearing it in the shower that's one way to get some attention but also to break it at the same time so uh, yeah a lot of people having a bit of fun trying to trying to go viral i think with the apple vision pro it's kind of doing that by itself anyway the 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 popularity tim cook was all on the american news channels hailing the launch of the vision pro as a similar tent pole technology event as the Mac, the iPod, the iPhone, and the iPad, Apple Watch. So is he right? Is it going to be that big? I think Apple is probably one of the only companies with the sort of brand power that can drag a product like this that's been out already but hasn't quite gotten into the mainstream. Apple has that power to bring it to to customers, to normal, average, everyday consumers. And I think one, one way that they're going to do it, an advantage of the Vision Pro, is the fact that you don't have to have controllers. All the other VR headsets have controllers. They're stupid little things you have to hold in your hand. Very complicated. It is a bit cumbersome using them. Apple said, no thanks. All you need are your hands. And I remember using this, I was able to tap my thumb and forefinger twice. That's like the, the mouse click. I had to just look at an object to select it, move windows around really easily. It is really simple, really intuitive. And I think that is going to be the bridge to regular customers using it. It's okay for nerds and, and gamers and geeks and everyone who are right into their tech to use VR, but it's still not a mainstream product. Apple can come along and have this stylish product, albeit expensive, stylish product that you can use just with your hands. You don't need to hold any controllers. You don't need to remember to charge the other controllers. It's all there, ready to go. And I think that's probably good enough, given, as I said, the strength of the Apple brand to maybe bring people into this whole new category. We'll soon see, and hopefully we'll see it in Australia sooner rather than later. If you want to read more about that and check it out for yourself, there's a link to my hands-on look uh, at, uh, at, at the Vision Pro that I had a look at last year. There's also the story about the sales and all that stuff that was happening on social media. People wearing them in public, can you believe? You can check all that out at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Now, how many times have you looked at your mobile phone or your tablet, or any other mobile device and thought oh, I've got to charge it. I've got to get a charger. And that's just that's just modern life, really, isn't it? Anyone who owns a phone, a smartwatch, a tablet is you gotta charge the things. And often you've got to put remember to charge it every day or every 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 couple of days. And it's it is it's something it's a habit of ours. It's part of our lifestyle now, really, isn't it? And and now that extends, of course, to EVs and other other devices and products and charging is just a way of life. Well, what would you do if I told you that there is a new battery that you don't have to charge for 50 years? And that's exactly what a Chinese startup has come up with. Bettervolt is the startup. They've come up with a nuclear battery. And not only is it nuclear, it's tiny. It's the size of a coin. It's one and a half centimeters by one and a half centimeters and half a centimeter thick. And it can run for up to 50 years. You don't have to charge it. So imagine down the track, your new smartphone, which you probably own, I don't know, three, four, five years. Imagine never in the five years, let's say, of ownership of that device, would you ever have to charge that, that phone. Imagine if you've got a tablet that does the same thing. Imagine if you fly a drone that you can just fly for hours at a time without having to charge it anyone who's flown a drone knows you've only got about probably at best depending on the size and weight of the drone probably about half an hour that that's being generous to fly before you got to then land it change the batteries so if this technology and look by all accounts this is ready to be released this the 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 product has a one it's a it's a 100 microwatts of power and they say by 2025 it'll have one watt of power. So what they can do is run a few in, in series and increase the output so that if being coin size, you can probably fit eight of them in a smartphone. Not sure how much they're going to cost, of course. We, that, that's something we're, we're yet to discover. But the technology is there that can run, the, a battery that can run for half a century, which is remarkable. Now, of course, down the track, we're going to see other applications, other sizes, and probably other companies that are going to come into the space as well. Now, being nuclear, how does it work? Well, it's like a little mini nuclear reactor, and what it does, the energy is created by converting the energy released from the decaying isotopes. So that's that's the nuclear reaction that happens. Convert that to electricity, and there's your power. The other question to ask is, well, okay, nuclear – What's the go with radiation? Is there any radiation? Well, the answer is yes. There is one slight bit of radiation. It's called beta, as in B-E-T-A, beta radiation. But the company says it can be easily shielded. In fact, the beta radiation is a lot weaker and and less penetrative than an X-ray but it can be easily shielded and they're so confident that it won't be an issue that they're saying that they will still be able to use the betavolt nuclear battery inside pacemakers and cochlear implants so products that are inside a human's body so on the safety side i think we're right so this is a obviously brand new technology, no idea what it's going to cost, no idea when it's going to be available. They've, been, uh, they've, been, they've had a fair bit of funding to, to get this off the ground and it will be something that could has the potential to turn consumer electronics on its head in terms of the amount of time these devices can run. So you can just imagine the advantages and the uses. It is an absolute game changer. If you want to read more and see a picture, it is as small as a coin. You won't believe it. Check it all out at techguide.com.au. Now, Elon Musk and his guys up at his other company, Neuralink. So this is, he's got Tesla, he's got SpaceX, and has also got Neuralink. They have performed the very first brain implant on a human with their neuralink brain chip now this is i think this is a moment in time i think this is something that we're going to look back on and say remember back in 2024 when they did this they did that first brain implant this is this could be a moment where the link between humans and technology can radically change and i'm talking about not just for for hum- like for just for regular people but also in on the medical in medical terms for people with disabilities people with neurological conditions this could be an absolute game changer for them as well so that the the implant itself is about the size of five coins so imagine american dimes five of them stacked one on top of the other and the the the, the chip is planted implanted in the part of your brain that controls your movement. So what happens here, it's, it's, this is a low-power chip, by the way, and it, it processes the neural signals that you produce and then transmits them to a Neuralink application or a device that can then decode that information into actions. So uh, imagine you want to open an app on your phone, you just think of it, you just think uh, open Instagram and your thought will do it, or, uh, you know, turn off the, the light and that'll do it. So, this is, it's only early days, of course, but just talking about people with disabilities, imagine what this, the potential of this can be for them. And I'm not talking about potentially them unlocking parts of their body that their brain couldn't before. The, 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 the signal not getting to their legs or their arms, These whether Neuralink can help in that area is yet to be seen. But I'm, I'm talking about the, the thing that the, the people, say quadriplegics, paraplegics who could can't physically get up and turn on a light or manually uh, operate a, a product, imagine for them to think about what they need done and it happening just by their thoughts. Imagine how much that opens up their lives as well. And down the track, of course, Elon Musk, he's hes thinking about all other kinds of applications. Our, our relationship with technology could absolutely change. We we could be able to do things, uh, you know, use AI and various other technologies to increase our brain power, to do more in less time, to, to do all kinds of things. So I think this is not only life-changing control for people with disabilities and other conditions, but it's also... A, a brain interface that they've created to restore, to to, to be able to automate and, and to operate things just by thinking about it. it like I said, this is this is a, a big deal. We're gonna be looking back on this year and this this actual operation and saying that was the first time this happened. And by the way, it was fully endorsed as well by the U.S Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. so this they're not uh, pulling a Swifty here, they're not they're not doing something under the radar. this is with the full uh, support and and permission of the U.S FDA as well. And the operation is actually performed by a purpose-built robot. That's who, what operates, who operates the surgery. So it's done precisely. And so what happens, the robot places 64 flexible threads that are each thinner than a human hair onto a section of the brain that's, as I said, used to control movement. And this, that then allows the implant to record and transmit your brain signals. So it's going to continue. Trials are going to continue with patients with spinal cord injuries and other neurological conditions. And I think there's just going to be volunteers, people who want to think, yeah, I'll I'll have a brain implant. Let's go. There's going to be a few people who it's going to be their choice to have it rather than a a remedy for an issue, a medical issue. So interesting times. We're going to hear a lot more about this. But if you want to find out more, you can read all about it at techguide.com. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. It's a new year and our digital generation continues to see a rise in cybercrime and data breaches. Don't leave your devices without protection or your personal information open to exposure. It's time to have a plan to keep your devices and personal information protected. Save your time and money should the unthinkable happen and your devices are at risk to cyber threats like malware, ransomware or viruses or your personal information being exposed to cybercriminals looking to trade your details on the dark web. With Norton 360 Platinum, if you become a victim of identity theft, you'll have access to their dedicated identity restoration specialists to help you address your identity theft claim and help you resolve it. Norton 360 Platinum is available now at Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi or online at au.norton.com. And now a tech guide review with Stephen Fennick. Well, we're starting off with a big one this week, the Samsung Galaxy S24. Yes, the verdict is in. And I've got to say, I love this phone. I've been using it for the past two weeks, three weeks nearly. And I've got to say, since since launch, since the day it was announced, I have you been using this as my daily driver. And I'll say up front, I think this is probably the best phone you can buy right now. I'll, I'll state that right now. And... The S twenty four range, and you you've probably read and heard me talking about the the whole new upgrade, which I think year on year, probably one of the biggest software and feature upgrades I've seen on I've ever seen on a smartphone. And it's all because of Galaxy AI. This is the first smartphone that's really entered the AI era. Yes, there'll be others, but Samsung got there first. This is a real game changer, a real – you can tell there's a new era we've entered. Now, you look back at, at sort of our journey in technology. We've had the computer era. We've had the, the internet era. Now, we've just entered the AI era, and what better device than a, a device you're carrying in your pocket that can use AI and, uh, and Samsung has done a brilliant job right here. Not only is the AI important, but it's got an amazing design, tremendous performance, one of the best cameras you'll find on a smartphone as well. So all in all, a really attractive package that gives you everything you need, as well as all those AI benefits as well. AI to help you to create things, to edit things, to help you in, in your day-to-day life. It is truly remarkable. Now, the Galaxy AI is uh, there's a few facets to it. It does help in terms of your photography. It helps in your uh, your in making phone calls, translations, uh, editing video, and, and uh, in your note taking. Uh, whether you know for work, for communication, for creativity, AI can play a part thanks to Galaxy AI, which is at the heart. Of this new device. So let's talk about it. Well, let's talk about the design first of all. And there have been some design tweaks. I'm going to focus on the S24 Ultra in this review. That's, what, that's the device I've been using mainly. But the AI, Galaxy AI applies across all of the S24 range, the S24, the S24 Plus, and of course, the S24 Ultra. Now on the Ultra design-wise, that it does now have a titanium frame. So it looks a bit more premium, a little bit lighter. So it gives you a, a nice look and feel. Slightly flatter edges as well. The S24 also has a flatter screen. The S23 had the, the screen sort of used to drop off on a curve. And there were some customers who complained that when using the S Pen, their pen would sort of dribble off the edge of the edge of the screen. So Samsung thought, you know what, let's make it a flat screen so that, none, that, that won't ever happen and that's one of the changes they made on the 24 and the 24 plus they do have slightly thinner bezels uh and, and in fact the S24 plus oh no sorry the S24 has a an extra 0.1 of an inch of screen space because of those thinner bezels, without making the device any any bigger. In in fact, the S24, S24 Plus, the main changes with those devices are they've got now flatter edges. looks looks a lot like an iPhone. I've got to be honest, but uh, with those flat edges, that seems to be the design trend at the moment. And of course, the Ultra has the S Pen. Uh, people, uh, I'm a big fan of the S Pen. I use that quite a bit, and uh, it does have the best cameras, it does have the, the biggest, biggest screen as well. So it's definitely the, the leader of the pack here in terms of the S24 range. Now, let's talk about Galaxy AI. This is the standout feature by a long shot. And it is uh, so many features uh, that are powered by Galaxy AI, like Translate, Circle to Search, Chat Assist, notices, Assist, Transcript Assist, browsing assist interpreter so much stuff now there is a video that i made with my hands on so i'm going to be referring to the, a lot of those features that i got to try again during my review process um, so let's start with the live translate this is actually within the native phone app on the device now a lot of a lot of the ai happens on device nothing happens off the device there is mostly happening on device. A circle to search, that obviously needs to do a Google search. So that that is going to using the internet. But most of these other AI features, it's all happening right there in front of you in the palm of your hand, including live translate. There are 13 languages supported, English, Chinese, French, German, Hindi, Italian, Japanese, Korean, Polish, Portuguese, Spanish, Thai, and Vietnamese. So what this allows you to do, is to move within two of those languages. In my case, I u- I used it to call a Korean restaurant. The woman at the other end couldn't speak English. I couldn't speak Korean, so it was translating English to Korean and vice versa. And I was able, in a, in a short time, to be to book a rest to book a table at a restaurant. And it was transcribing and translating in real time on the device during a phone call in real time, happening as we were speaking absolutely remarkable. So if you think of yourself, you're in a foreign country, you need to book a restaurant, call a cab, reserve a hire car, all these things you can do. If you don't speak the language, it's a bit of a barrier, very hard to get things done. But now with this live translate, problem solved. Now, there's often times where the person you're speaking to with the translation is standing in front of you. So you're able to use the device with the interpreter feature. In fact, you can flip the text on, your, on the other side of the screen so the person you're speaking to can see the writing and the translation right in front of them. So rather than you having to spin the phone around, you can actually, their half of the phone is, is right way up and allows them to see that translation in real time as well. The other cool feature too, like messaging is a big part of our life chat assist is one of these new features that galaxy ai really comes into into its own now tone is a very hard thing to work out a very hard thing to interpret as well when you're sending a message you know you think yourself are they angry are they happy are they upset what are those happening here and oftentimes that tone can be confusing can be misinterpreted and what what the the chat assist does it looks at your message, it looks at who you're sending it to, and then offers alternatives with different tone. And what you might want to sound a bit more professional, you might want to sound a little bit more sympathetic, you might want to sound a little bit more formal. Uh, you want to use more emojis. It gives you all those options. So it looks at your message and then offers you different versions of the same message without changing the mean, without changing the meaning or the intention but it gives you variations on that. And I've got to say, this could be a lifesaver. It's a bit of a messaging safety net, I reckon, because it could save you uh, from a bit of strife. You never know. Uh, Note Assist. If you've got the S24 Ultra, you are taking notes, uh, brandishing that S Pen. And what uh, the Note Assist does, it helps you knock the notes into shape, organize them, receive summaries as well. Transcript Assist. Now, here's a cool feature. If you are recording something, right? So your best way to to make notes is to record it, right? If someone's talking to you, you record it. And but the hassle there is afterwards you've got to transcribe the bloody thing. Well, with the transcript assist, it actually listens to the recording and transcription done. And even if there's more than one speaker, it'll distinguish between all the different voices and give you all the different all the different speakers also it can summarize the notes translate it into another language whatever you need to do absolutely amazing browsing assist here's a cool one now this is if you use the samsung internet as your go to browser browsing assist lets you quickly summarize longer web articles so say you've read you say you're looking at the my samsung galaxy s24 review on the galaxy internet on the samsung internet uh application you can then ask it to summarize the the article and it'll give you the bullet points and all the important parts of the story so if you it'll then you from that you might think yeah i might read more or that yeah i've learned enough it allows you to make that choice but that's handy as well now they're the sort of the assistive uh ai for you but there's other ai that can help you in your photography but also in your searches, here's one that is amazing. Circle to search. Now, this is where you can, from a photograph, from social media, if something catches your eye, you think, what is that? Press and hold the home button, screen, screen goes blue. You circle what you want to search for, and it'll tell you. Like I've got the example I used on Tech Guide is a pair of glasses. And I'm thinking, well, what glasses are these? And they were the Oakley's Portal X Prism glasses. Found it straight away. In my video, I circled some shoes. It told me they were Nike. Here's how much they cost. So, you know, a woman might see a nice lady with a nice handbag. They can, "Oh, that's a nice handbag. They might take a photo. Or, or if they just open their camera, Press and hold the home button and just circle the preview without even taking a photograph. It'll do a search as well. You might see a photo on Instagram or, or on other social media. You're able to do that it's very same thing again. So circle to search. You'll uh, it's it's a game changer on what you on searching for what you see. Okay, let's talk about the camera. Camera is. Again, fantastic. Now, there is a quad system on on the S24 Ultra, 12 megapixel ultra-wide, 200 megapixel wide angle uh, with 2x optical, 50 megapixel with 5x optical, and 10 megapixel with 3x optical zoom as well. Now, there is an adaptive pixel sensor that has, has a thing called quality zoom. So if you go beyond the physical, the beyond the optical zooms, or in between those zooms, this is what jumps in and actually adapts it so that everything looks hunky dory. Uh, What also drives the quality of the cameras is the Pro Visual Engine, which not only when it comes to capturing your photos, but also when you're editing your photos as well, some amazing things that that really make your images and videos even better. First of all, edit suggestion. So you take a photo. It'll then suggest, you might think, how can I make this better? It might say, oh, remove the shadow from the person's face or get rid of the reflections or press and hold here and you can get rid of that ugly pole in the middle. That's what happened. I took a photo uh, of a nice coastal uh, coastal photo. It's this big ugly pole right in the middle of the photo. I took the photo, press and held that. It selected that object, erased it. It filled in the pixels behind it. It looked like it was never there. That photo's on TechGuide. If you don't believe me, you can check that out. The generative edit as well. This comes in handy, of course, when you're resizing objects, moving them. It then rebuilds part of that image. So you're either erasing something or moving something. It's got a re, it can't just leave it blank behind it. That's where it generates the generative edit, then fills in the pixels. Remarkable. Now, instant slow mo is another really cool feature. So if you've got a little bit of video, you can create a section of slow motion. So what happens there, it just inserts extra frames and slows things down in a part of the video. So it's actually quite dramatic. It's sort of running along at normal speed and then this important part, ooh, it slows down. looks really cool. And that can be done on existing video. So you don't have to shoot them again. You can just insert these added frames and Bob's your uncle. Of oh, There is also a great photo uh, demonstrating the zoom capabilities of the camera as well. Absolutely remarkable. You see a picture of a bridge that I shot from the St. George Sailing Club there. You'll see the zero zoom and then progressively tighter zoom I zoom in right to one of the columns under the bridge. You'll, it's like I'm standing right there to take that photo, but I was actually hundreds of meters away. Absolutely incredible. The S24 series is, is powered by the Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 mobile platform, so performance boost. Everyone, every phone in the range has up to 120 hertz adaptive refresh rate as well, so looking really smooth. Colour-wise, you've got titanium grey, titanium black, titanium violet, and titanium yellow in the ultras. I I prefer titanium grey. And there are others as well in the S24 and S24 Plus, onyx black, marble grey, cobalt violet, amber yellow. A lot of cool colours this year. Pricing, S24 starts at $1,399. S24 Plus starts at $1,699. The S24 Ultra starts at $2,195. Absolutely brilliant. I say this is probably the best smartphone you can buy right now. Uh, It's got everything. Great look and feel. Good design. Great performance. Stunning screen. Amazing camera. Brilliant Galaxy AI. It is too good to resist. If you want to read our complete review of the Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra, check it out. Techguide.com.au. Now, you want to talk about versatile. Have I got a versatile product for you? It's from Belkin. Belkin's the sponsor of our uh, Tech Guide help desk. But this product, I've got to say, is probably Belkin's most versatile product they've ever made. They've made a lot of cool stuff. They make cases and screen protectors and cables. You name it, they make it. This is so impressive. The Boost Charge Hybrid Wall Charger is a three-in-one product. So it's a wall charger. And uh, it allows you then, obviously, plug it in the wall. There's a USB C, USB A port, and they both uh, can charge your mobile devices up to twenty watts, twenty five watts for the USB C port. Uh, But also, too, once you finish wall charging, and you want to head out, this is also a battery. It's a five thousand milliamp hour battery, so you can actually pop off the plug. Carry this around like a battery, still got the same USB A, USB C ports to power your products on the move. So, if you're traveling or out and about all day, you've got a 5,000 milliamp hour battery right there that's been charging, by the way, while it's charging your products when it's connected to the wall. Pretty cool, that one. Now, there's more. It's also a travel adapter. So, it comes with four interchangeable plugs that goes into the socket there. So say you're in America, boom, pop the American plug in there. Say you're in London or Asia, pop in the other plug. Say you're in Europe, pop in the other plug. And if you're back home here, or China uses the same sort of configuration as us, pop in that our plug and you can use it there. So it's ideal to take it with you on a trip. So your mobile devices, and this can't charge your laptops. It's only for your mobile devices. The output isn't enough, isn't high enough for your laptops, but it is perfect for your mobile devices. 25 watts through USB-C, 20 watts through uh, the USB-A, 5,000 milliamp hour battery on board, and it's a travel adapter. You can change the plugs. Check out my video. I did a little video on Instagram uh, and on TikTok. Check it out. Give me a like. Give me a follow. Uh, But you can see it all there. So dual ports, 25 watt output, uh, it is it also a 5k battery with a 20 watt output from the power bank. Uh, really easy, small, sleek, use it in uh, use it anywhere, two-year warranty, uh, and has it uh, is priced at $119.95. So check it out. It's available at JB HiFi, Belkin.com forward slash AU as well. But this is very versatile. I'd say don't leave home without this. This is a very versatile product. The Boost Charge Hybrid Wall Charger plus Power Bank and Travel Adapter. You can read all about it at techguide.com.au. Our good mates at Uniden, uh, they're the company that makes all those great uh, products, especially the dash cams. Have they got a deal for you? They are selling the Uniden iGo Cam 445 dash cam. So this has got like, this has got the barrel design, you know, that really lo- looks looks quite expensive and 140 degree field of view. Uh shoots 2K Super HD videos and includes GPS location, speed, direction of travel, along with the date and the time. Uh, also connects with the Unit Ends app so you can easily access and wirelessly connect to the device and to live view and see recorded videos, even share videos if you have to. Because you got to face it, dash cams are becoming an essential device. It's, it's your eyes and ears, your record of what happened on the road. So it's recording what you're seeing while you're driving. And so this could be important because say you've had an accident and there's a dispute at who's at fault, you've got a video of it. So you can see the speed you were traveling, the direction you were traveling, all of that there, you can submit it to us to an insurance company or even the police if they require it. So this this is your side of the story that will will, will get the truth out there. Now, how much is this? It's going on sale on February the 10th at Aldi. It's ninety nine ninety five. And I'll tell you right now, get to Aldi half an hour before they open, line up to buy this because that is a tremendous price. $99.95, comes with a one-year warranty, the Igo Cam 445, barrel-shaped. You think you're paying hundreds of dollars for this same sort of design from other manufacturers. This is going to be a very popular product at Aldi. I'm pretty sure they're going to sell out pretty fast. So get in there early. It goes on sale February the 10th. So that's this Saturday. Get to your Aldi store pronto. It's $99.95. The Uniden Igo Cam 445. And if you want to see what it looks like, you can check it at techguide.com.au. You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. all-new 6 gigahertz superhighway that's fine-tuned to deliver unprecedented Wi-Fi speeds and smoother streaming simultaneously across the smart homes of today and tomorrow. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Find out more at netgear.com.au forward slash best Wi-Fi. All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide help desk, as I mentioned earlier, is sponsored by Belkin, belkin.com forward slash au. Check out their website for all of your accessory needs, charging products, mag safe products, cable screen protectors, uh, and uh, and that, all, that that little boost charge as well. That's a very versatile hybrid wall charger. Now, I had an email from an, an older gentleman. Uh, I do I do tend to hear from a lot of older, older Aussies and older tech users. I think that's from my time on 2GB. I'm on 2GB two or three times a week, and a lot of those listeners get through to me and they say, look, I'm not the most tech-savvy person in the world, and that's great. Uh, they're, they're my audience, and I'm happy to help. But there was one gentleman who said, look, I'm, I've cancelled Foxtel. It's becoming too expensive for me, but I still want a set-top box, and I still want to record. Now, I know a lot of, a lot of Foxtel users, the attraction for them is the box that can record, and a lot of people are saying, why the hell would you want to record? Everything's on demand. You can do this. You can do that. Well, you know what? A lot of people, my mother included, she loves recording shows and watching them and doesn't want to really trawl through and find find the, the on-demand streams, but there's a lot of people who just love to record. And this guy was asking, look, I've got rid of Foxtel. What else is out there that allows that gives me a set-top box that I can record with? And my reply was the Fetch Box. Now, full transparency again here: Fetch is the co-sponsor of um, the podcast I do with Trevor Long, "The Best Movies You've Never Seen," and they there, and I'm, I'm, I made this suggestion because it's probably the only set-top box that gives this that will give this guy what he needs. So, the ability to watch free-to-air with some premium channels and the ability to record. Not only that, it puts Netflix and all your other streaming services on the device as well so if you're searching for a movie or a tv show it'll suggest if you can watch it for free with one of your streaming services it'll suggest that before it suggests you buy it now in this in this gentleman's in, in this case there is a, a record a recorder so it's a pvr so he's able to record free to air or and even premium channels that think record as well and all accessible on this box so foxtel no no longer the right f- solution for him but i think the fetch box which allows you to watch all your free-to-air put your streaming services on board it's got its own movie store as well uh, it's got a movie box too so it gives you a free selection of really premium movies for nothing as part of the service as well so i suggested he give that a go you can buy it through your internet provider or through retailers as well so uh, yeah i think if you still want a set-top box to record then the fetch box can do the trick that is our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you need to find out any more about what we've talked about on the show, you can of course find it and read all about it at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Info at techguide.com.au is our email address, or even easier, click the Ask Stephen icon on the right-hand side of the page, the home page, and that will open up a form that will end up as an email in my inbox. We'd also like to thank our great sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that protects you and your family online. Please support the excellent sponsors who've been supporting the Tech Guy podcast for so long. Thank you once again for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.